So it's a warning sign of, a, mm -hmm. of bigger problems often, which is yeah. why when someone has that, you have to be super careful yeah. about what we say, man medically managing them, yeah. whether it's medicine or diet or preferably mm -hmm. diet and lifestyle. Yeah. Hello, hello, happy 2023. Welcome back to Circe Health Pod after a long hiatus. It's just me and a joy today, and we're ready to rumble. <laughs> I know you must be. Yeah, because uh, for the past couple of weeks, we've had uh, guests, right? Special so, guests, which yeah. has been amazing and exciting, but yeah. we thought maybe you just missed the sound of our melodious voices. <laughs> right. <laughs> or not. <laughs> so uh, today we are going to talk about um, probably one of the most common questions that people that become vegan get. Where do you get your protein? Oh, we all need t-shirts that answer, where do you get your <laughs> yeah. protein? And um, as per usual, this will probably go into several parts and probably we won't cover it all today, but Ajoy will get into at least an intro about all about plant-based protein and why it's the best, we think. Um, but just want to remind you, uh, since it's been a while, that our goal in our podcast is to educate you and also to empower you so that you can either prevent and or bid farewell to chronic health issues permanently. If you've forgotten or you wanted to forget, <laughs> I'm Dr. Jenny Prabhu. I am a double board certified uh, physician both in India and uh, the U.S. in both internal medicine, which is the specialized care of adults, and in pediatrics, which is, of course, the care of kiddos. And I'm Ajoy Prabhu. I'm a research pathologist, which basically means that I researched diseases, the causes of diseases, and studied them for four and a half years in the same medical school. And as me. As you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and... Um, so I hope to be able to shed some light from a from a disease cause perspective on any discussions that we may have, and of course other things like protein and exercise and stuff like that. So which is what brings us to today's topic. But I'd let you lead that on. Yes, as I mentioned, we're talking about <laughs> protein. Yes, yes. Um, and so I'll let you start. But uh, also, again, before we start, uh, we always like to remind you. Before you take any of our advice or any of our special guest advice, please do check with your own doctor uh, and make sure that it agrees with your current health conditions or family history or medications or a combination thereof, because we want to make sure everything is safe, of course. Yep, yep. Um, so on to part one. Yeah. Um, so what is... Of the protein... Saga. Saga. <laughs> protein saga. Uh, sounds like a soap opera. Um, so, yeah, when, so, you know, it's not just about vegans, right? I mean, a lot of times we hear, oh, where are you eating the protein? Oh, what are you, especially in the gyms and all, oh, what, you know, what are you eating? What kind of, you know, are you eating the gold optimum nutrition protein or are you eating? You shouldn't make fun of people that no, had no, that because. I used to have that. Yes, pot and kettle. <laughs> pot and kettle. Never yeah. mind, go ahead, yes, keep I, going. Uh, make chai. Huh? Pot and kettles can oh make my chai. God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, protein really uh, is a technically it's a molecule, but it help that that the, the molecule helps us grow our body and repair our body, um, and allows for good health. Protein helps us 
um, feeling fit, uh, strong, and provides us with energy to get through the day. So, I mean, that's a very vague definition of protein, but generally speaking, protein is needed for you to, you know, uh, help your muscles primarily build up. But, no, you know, people forget that whenever we have cell death, we, you know, constantly repairing cells, we need new cells. So for new cells, obviously, a lot of the components within that cell is made up of proteins. So we need... So proteins essentially help you th thrive, not just survive. There you go. That's a good way. Thrive, not survive. Maybe a t-shirt could no, be wait, made. Wait. I said thrive, not survive. So survive and thrive, <laughs> we hope. Not just survive, but thrive. How about that? Okay, fine, fine. That can fine. say the t-shirt. Fine, fine, fine. No, not the t-shirt. Um, so that's what protein by definition is. That's all right? what all the fuss is about protein, why everyone yeah, obsesses yeah, yeah. over protein all protein, the time. Protein, protein, protein. But um, yeah. Um, and at that point, I, I guess, uh, you know, the, the next thing people are always worried about is how much protein should we have. And I can guarantee you, I, mean, I can tell you from our experience that we both fell into that trap, right? I mean, we used to eat copious amount of protein. Um, uh, because that's what we were told. We were told, eat a lot of protein and it'll help you. And yes, it did. For example, it helped me put on at least what? Eight, ten kilos. Eight, ten kilos. Yeah, eight, ten kilos um, of a fair bit of muscle mass. But I can assure you that there was a lot of fat also along with that. And cholesterol. And cholesterol. Uh, and my cholesterol kept increasing because of the protein that I was having. But that's because of the, not the protein per se, but... Right. The the, so the type of protein that's coming from animal um, sources and what is the other component of that protein, uh, especially when it comes from animal sources, is saturated fat. And saturated fat leads directly uh, to building up of cholesterol. And uh, cholesterol has been correlated uh, directly with building up of uh, atherosclerosis, which is plaque in your arteries. Fatty deposits. Fatty deposits in your arteries. And uh, I carefully said that sentence because I wanted to say that it's correlated because even now there's a lot of controversy about cause and effect, but I can assure you, I've been assuring a lot of things, um, <laughs> that the more plaque buildup you have, uh, the chances of you having a heart condition increases substantially. Not just a heart condition. Yeah, that's right. You want Brain a, condition, brain peripheral condition. artery, meaning arms, legs, yeah, yeah. especially legs. Yeah. And then also tiny arteries are affected too, the yeah. ones that... Um, affect your eyes, your kidneys, mm -hmm. your skin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, basically, you can have plaque buildup in any any artery in your body, and yeah. it will lead to the technical term is badness. I believe <laughs> <laughs> badness. Yeah, it can lead to badness. So, of course, um, the big things we think of are stroke, stroke. and heart attack, mm -hmm. but also uh, kidney yeah. failure and people, blindness, yeah. etc. Yeah, yeah, et uh, people are um, uh, always, you know. Uh, a lot of people don't understand the, the significance of stroke. Um, can you define? I mean, I know I'm digressing a little bit, but can you just define? Just a little. Just a little bit. Basically, um, so, you know, you heard of, most people have heard of heart attack, which is a blockage in one of the coronary arteries, which is the, um, the blood vessels that take blood away from your heart, A artery, A away. That's how I've remembered it since the beginning. So when there's a blockage there, there's um, less blood or a, a pause in blood and oxygen to the heart and a part of the heart muscle dies. 
um, and that's a heart attack. So a stroke is essentially a brain attack. There's a blockage in one of the blood vessels in the brain, and that leads to a little area, sometimes a big area of brain death. And of course, brain death, depending on what part of the brain, can be devastating, or it can be little tiny strokes or uh, TIAs is what we call them, or even just very small strokes over time from high blood pressure um, build up and cause things like dementia, uh, concentration issues, mood disorders, depression, which is a mood disorder coincidentally, uh, problems with balance, vision, et cetera, et cetera. So stroke is actually very important. And I think, as you mentioned, kind of uh, underappreciated how significant it can be. A lot of times when people have a stroke and suddenly say, oh my God, this person, look at him. You know, he had a left side is, is not working properly after he had the stroke. Why is that? Because part of the brain that was responsible for it got less blood and part of it died. And now the nerves and all are affected and, and uh, therefore he cannot, uh, he or she cannot control that, that side. You mentioned the term TIA. Can you explain that? The reason why I'm asking you for this is um, I'll explain it as soon as you finish that quick explanation about what TIA Wait. Stands for. TIA stands for transient, meaning not long-term, ischemic, meaning um, no oxygen is getting to the area, and attack, mm-hmm. meaning yep. attack. Yep. So that can be typically in, in the brain, um, like, a, like a stroke. Um, uh, typically, that's what we say. We, we don't say TIA for, for uh, you know, something that's happening elsewhere, right? Yeah, typically. so TIA, by definition, is a short-term, short-term deficit. deficit. Uh, so, um, well, it's it's not necessarily that. It's the short, like the short-term... Blood flow. Sorry. It, yes, but mm. also in the person, you see the effects of the TIA only for a couple hours. Ah, it's less than 24 trans- hours, yeah, so it's yeah. not a permanent mm-hmm. problem, but the damage has still been done. Yeah, yeah. So it's a warning sign of, mm-hmm. a, of bigger problems often, which is yeah. why when someone has that, you have to be super careful yeah. about what we say, man- medically managing them, whether it's medicine or diet or preferably diet and lifestyle. Yeah. So the reason why I asked you to nicely define and briefly define is because of a new feature that we're putting in on our website and our podcast. That is, would you care to explain that or do you want me to? Uh, the definitions area. Yeah. So a lot of times we and or our guests use medical terminology that may not be familiar to everyone. So we want you to be able to have a reference area um, that explains in hopefully easier to understand terms what certain things are. So we just define TIA for you. We just define stroke for you. And define what protein. Peripheral vascular disease, protein. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, Peripheral vascular disease, uh, things like lab tests like A1C, what creatinine does for your body. Uh, a whole bunch of such medical terms have been defined, and I'm in the process of creating a nice little catalog for you. You can go to our website, slash, uh, so slash glossary, and you should be able to find all these terms uh, neatly defined um, in, you know, hopefully in text form and uh, voice. Vo- vo- yeah, voice please feel free to leave comments yeah, and, and let ask us, know us any other definitions. Yes, you and we are happy to yeah. do our best to define them for yeah. you yeah. or explain them for you. Yeah. So moving on and going as back we to... we digress, as you <laughs> Yeah. So let's go back to what we were talking about. And that is... How much protein How much need. protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying that, you know, uh, people are obsessed with 
having more and more protein and we don't, uh, you know, we really don't need not even one third or one fourth of the amount that people are told to consume, okay? And uh, so just to give you a, 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 you know, ballpark idea, we males don't need more than 16 grams, sorry, 63 grams of protein um, you know, I'm, I'm just saying the general person that's like about 75 kilos or something like that. Um, and a female roughly about 52 grams of protein per day. So I just did that. Sorry to interrupt. I did that calculation because I think a lot of the um, recommended yeah, quote yeah. unquote protein intake per day is 1.6 grams per kilogram, per right? So you said 63 grams mm -hmm. for a 75 kilo uh, male. So if you follow the 1.6 rule, then it would actually be uh, 120. Mm -hmm. So that's half. just about half. half. So that's I right. know that's very difficult for a lot of us, including mm. us, to understand. But there's how little protein we really need. Right. There's so much research that mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. now, of course, this doesn't apply to elite athletes, yeah. uh, marathon runners, weightlifters, mm -hmm. professional sports players. They mm -hmm. will, of course, need more protein than the average person. But the average person certainly needs yeah. a lot less yeah. than what we thought yeah. previously. Yeah. Um, so, uh, great. So now we know that you don't need as much protein as you thought, but does it matter what kind of protein you're eating? So if I eat an egg versus yeah. a piece of tofu, which is better? Yeah, it does matter. Um, you know, if you look at the uh, absorption, um, what they say is plant, uh, sorry, animal protein gets absorbed slightly, very slightly faster um, in the human body. And we've noticed it in our own practice. I mean, if I, you know, earlier on, a few, few years ago, I would notice that, you know, if I was having a soy isolate, not soy isolate. Whey. Whey isolate. No, whey. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> joke, Mara. It would get absorbed a lot faster. However. Pray tell. What? How did you notice this? The absorption rate in so, your own body? Uh, you know, well, I mean, I noticed it because whenever I would have soy protein, it was, you know, it would take me a couple of days to notice an increase in, you know, either muscle, not a couple of days, a couple of weeks to increase in, uh, increase in muscle mass or your girth or, you know, something like that. Um, whereas with animal protein, it, now, again, this is... Now the, yes, this is applying to my husband, Ajoy, who yeah. works out once and looks like he's been working out for three weeks. And ladies out there, I feel your pain where a man wants to lose weight or gain muscle and just has to think about the plan and it works. We, okay. meaning me, understand that you may not see results right away. However, I'm not trying to take away from your point, yeah. which is correct. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just a side note. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, but after having said that, there are many, many disadvantages to having animal-based protein. So at this point, we should end this part, uh, this part and we'll continue on in the next part. But in the meanwhile, our listeners can uh, go to our website. In case you are just so excited for the next one that you can barely contain yourselves and you miss the sound of our voices, <laughs> they'll always be there for you on CerseHealth.com slash podcast. Can we mention that? <laughs>